You are listening to episode 28 of Organize with Grace, and this is an interview with my colleague, Colia Howell. Let's do this. Welcome back to Organize with Grace podcast. Do you feel like you're always struggling to get it together? Do you feel like you're burning the candle at both ends, feeling completely disorganized in your home and life, that it's starting to affect you mentally and emotionally? Well, you've come to the right place if you need encouragement, easy and simple organization tips, or you just want to know that you're not alone in this season of life. Hi, I'm Grace Ramon your fellow working mom and professional organizer. I believe in you, friend. You can get it together. Now let's get organized. Hello, this is Grace Ramon with Organize with Grace, and I have a very exciting guest for you today and her name is Colia Howell and she's a colleague of mine and I wanted to invite her because I just want to highlight um, real life working moms out there and have real conversations with them about everyday things that concern us and I want you to get to know her because I think she is just lovely and she Mm -hmm. is vibrant and there is so much to know about her and she's um like I said, she's a colleague of mine, but, you know, we're so busy and we just never have time to, you know, to chat and to talk, especially during COVID because we are not in the office. So glad you're here, Colia. Glad to be here. Thank you for the invite. Yes, yes, of course. I, I'm, I'm excited. And what I wanted to um, talk to you, talk with you about, but before that, I want to, th- I want to talk about something fun. And you had mentioned to me earlier when we were talking that you are, um, getting more into yoga and meditating. So is that something that is, has come about, um, recently, or has it been something that you've, you've been doing? So crazy thing about me is like, I'll try anything once. Like, Um, and I love physical activity, but, um, I have done yoga in the past. Um, initially I kind of was like, yeah, this isn't for me because I'm, I'm used to like basketball and track and like, you know, things that have you like sweating. And I know that this hot yoga, but that wasn't like for me, but I now like when you, when you, when life kind of gets really busy, it's really important to kind of like have something that just slows you down. So I started to get back into yoga and um, I love it. Like, I, yeah, so it's something new. Well, it's not new, but I restarted it. So it's, it's, I'm taking a new approach to it. But yeah. Wonderful, wonderful. And I, I agree with you. I think that, you know, we, we always tend to talk about um, physical activity as, oh, I don't have time for that. I don't have mm-hmm. time for that. But I heard someone say like, you know, it, it needs to be a must, you know? Yes, and I agree. totally need that. And um, that's cool. And so, yeah, I, I wanted to talk with you because as a working mom, we're definitely always 
evolving and going through transitions. And so I know that currently, you know, we, you and I are both service coordinators and to the rest of the world, that's also known as a social worker, you know, for um, those who have developmental disabilities. But I know that you're in a uh, transition right now. So I wanted to just have you talk about that and how it's been. Yes. Um, so one, I love social work. I've been doing it for, um, over a little over 13 years. Um, I haven't, I've been a service coordinator for five, but I've done things like I worked for CPS. I worked for the, um, like, a youth services women's center. Um, so I've been in that field for over 13 years and I'm, I've recently two years ago, um, took on real estate. So I am a realtor here in the central Valley, um, area and I love it. Um, however it is, it's a lot, it, it's mm-hmm. a lot. And I'm also a mother of two. So, um, so making that transition, um, has been very hard because being a social worker is a full-time job in itself. And then starting your own business, business, which is what real estate is. You, you work for yourself, essentially. Um, that is a full-time job in itself. So I've been I've been maximizing all my time, like lunch breaks, any of my 15 minute breaks, all my weekends are pretty much sewed up. And and even still with homeschooling and COVID, trying to mix that in. So I've definitely had to lean on my resources a lot more than I am used to just as a mom. You know, like a lot of times when you're a mom, you you tend to take on everything. And that's just kind of the nature of it. And um. And I recently had like a burnout. So because I really, I really want to be transparent that I love the idea of me being like this super mom and having these two businesses and, and raising my kids. But I have to be honest that I, I burnt myself out in doing that and kind of going back into my resources. I had to I had to tap into their parent, you know, um, my kid's father just to use that because we, we are separated. So I had to like, hey, I need I need more help um, calling my mom. Hey, I need more help. Um, and then even checking in with myself, like, okay, what is it that you can kind of not do? Like, in order to kind of get a grasp back on doing both, you know what I mean? Because it's, I like to be good at everything I do. And I had got to a point where I wasn't good at either. I wasn't doing, I wasn't being a good real estate agent and I wasn't good at being a good social worker. So, um, and why do you feel, why do you feel as as working moms or, or maybe as women in general, like we feel so reluctant to ask for help until like, I I'm really similar that yeah. I wait until the very, very last minute until yeah. I absolutely need someone. And then I yeah. ask. So, I mean, you know, what's up with that with us? I really don't. I think it's in your DNA. I think, um, I think, I think it's always nice to, to look like we got it all together. And it, and it, and it feels good when you can say like, Oh, I look, I look at this, like I'm holding it all together. I have, you know, I'm, I'm still cooking dinner for my family. I'm going to work. I'm, I'm helping families and, and we want to do it all. It's just time management. I guess that's, that's why we need people like you to come in and kind of help us figure out how to manage that time. Because if you really think about it, you, you know, we sleep probably honestly like a good six to seven hours. Yes. So then you think, mm-hmm. How do I maximize all those other hours? Where is some of that time going? Because it's going somewhere. Yeah. And so it's just finding out how to manage that because we we can do a lot. We probably we probably can do it all. But if you don't know how to manage, 
your time. And if you're not organized, you, you feel like you spent the whole day and you didn't get anything done. Right, right. And I like what you said about, you know, managing because I was just talking with, with, you know, with another, with another friend about, you're right. We, we may be able to do it all, but do we have to? Yeah. Yeah. Seriously. We, we really don't. We really don't. And, and I commend you for, um, being open and honest about burnout because it's real, you know, it's real. And I, I sometimes feel that I'm like kind of at the, at the edge. And I think that, it needs to be something that is um, brought out in in the open for us. That especially with COVID and that extra layer of stress and anxiety yes. that we've been feeling, you know. And so, um, so how how are you feeling at this at this moment and in, in your at life? At this moment, I feel I feel good. I feel really good yeah. at this moment. And I, I think when you don't ask for help, when you don't manage your time and organize it. Um, you get burnt out. And then when you get burnt out, you start that negative self-talk as like, oh, maybe I, maybe I can't do it. Maybe I shouldn't be doing this. Maybe I need to just stick to one thing and not venture out. And I think you don't do yourself or your family um, any justice when you do that, because I think you sell yourself short and then yeah. you're capable. Again, it's just about how you manage that. How are you and how you manage your stress? Like, yeah. I found myself like um I started to not eat healthy, and at the time it's a it's a short it's a short fix right at the time you you think oh but it tastes so good and I'm like happy in the moment but then it makes you feel bad in the end because you're sluggish you don't have the energy and then that stuff just stacks on top of each other and then you start to doubt yourself mm-hmm. it just happens and that is I think that's where we have to just get you know, take a step back to be like, okay, this isn't working. How do I make this work? Because I'm capable of doing all these things. I just got to figure out how to fit them in. And I think you're right. The the awareness of, of saying, you know what, this is not working. And I think maybe it's like you said, it's in our DNA to, to keep on going and keep on going. And I can do this. I got this, Mm -hmm. but in reality, you know, we, we need that time, you know, to, to step back and, and so that we don't lose it. Yeah. <laughs> you know, and I lost it. I feel like I lose it maybe every, you know, every once a month or not at least once day. a month for sure. <laughs> when you're like super emotional and like everything will probably make you almost feel like you're about to lose it. Yeah. At least once a month. Yeah. Yeah. And it's, I mean, it's funny, but it's not funny, but I have been thinking about this so much about like bringing up and we don't talk about this as women either is like, you know, is your, is your cycle that whole once a month thing. That's what I'm talking about. And it's it's part of taking care of yourself about like, you know, keeping Mm -hmm. track because it does play, you know, um, and and impacts our emotions and all of that. But anyway, I'm going to go into a rabbit trail with this, but I wanted to, yeah, yeah. I wanted to continue about taking care of yourself, you know, because what can you, I mean, with, I guess with our conversation leading to, you know, to burnout, because it's so easy to get to that point, you know, Mm -hmm. as, as women. And what can you give as far as any, um, 
tips to not, you know, to prevent it, you know, any tips to prevent burnout? So I guess my tip to prevent burnout, and this is from somebody who literally is coming off of a burnout. Mm -hmm. Um, And then I I look back to be like, what? Okay. Where did I lose it at? Like where? Cause I had it all together. Like I felt like I was juggling it pretty well. Where did I lose it at? And I think you lose it. um, So I recently, let me just, I I recently started reading um, books on habits and I read tiny habits and atomic habits. And I was like, a light bulb went off. I know where I lost it. It's the little things you do that you don't realize, like to go back to um, when you normally eat healthy, the little things of like, oh, I'm a little stressed. I'm going to eat a cookie. And then that one day of eating a cookie or a donut turns into two days, turns into three days, turns into four days. Well, then now you just affected your health, which affects your energy level, which now affects you know, how you feel about yourself. So then that's one thing is paying attention to the little things that you may think are harmless. Um, Another thing was, um, you know, my sleep schedule, I think uh, to prevent burnout, you, you have to be, you have to get adequate sleep. Yeah. Um, And and that's so like, that's something that we really, um, it's sleep is underrated. I think that's what I think sometimes. And um, so how, um, how important has that been? Like, you know, comparing when you weren't getting the sleep that you need versus yeah. like now that, you know, you're, you're um, getting the proper sleep. Well, it, it, it affects how you wake up. And yeah. when, again, right, going back to kind of how tiny things can can turn into big things is if you don't go to sleep at a certain time or if you are not eating right and your sleep is affected, you wake up. Well, you're hitting that snooze button and then that one day turns into two, three, four. And then that becomes a habit where you're like, okay, I'm hitting the snooze button and now I'm a little bit behind, which once you, and then once you get behind, you kind of, you're, you're chasing the day. Mm -hmm. And I think again, kind of going back into getting organized, kind of what you do. It's so important Mm -hmm. that you're not chasing the day that you, you pretty much know what your day is going to look like going into it because when you are chasing the day, then you, you know, you don't, you don't feel like you don't get everything done. That's just a fact. You don't get everything done. you feel like you're not in control. Yeah. Cause you're not, you're really not. Mm -hmm. What's controlling you is everything else. What's controlling you is maybe if you picked up your phone and you saw something on social media that you didn't want to see or something that was sad or tragic, you're, you're, you're coming from that place now. And then maybe, maybe you, you hit every light. So then when you already set the tone of like being kind of like annoyed or sad, now yeah. every light is it's bothering you. You know what I mean? Like it's like, oh, what is wrong? And then you, then that's when the negative self-talk comes. Uh-huh. And you're like, it's a domino effect. Right? Yeah. Yeah. It, yeah. It's truly and, a domino effect. Yeah. And on those days, right, where you're organizing and and you have everything kind of said and you leave out in a good place. The hitting every light is not that big of a deal. You're just like, yep. I got a little time. Like right. I feel good. My I got, let's just give me time to listen to my music and like kind of zone out in the car. But I th- I think it just it it seems small. And going back to the habits, those tiny habits seem like they don't affect you until you wake up one day and you've hit the snooze button every single day. Now you've gotten so used to making breakfast, rushing breakfast or eating something bad or just grabbing something again. And then we go back to budgeting and where 
you you're not controlling your money your money's controlling you because now you're eating out yeah. you you maybe you're not making your coffee at home you're going to starbucks that mm-hmm. five to ten dollars a day that yeah. you know and that's money that you could be saving that's time you can be saving right it all it, it all just kind of go hand in hand yeah and you don't realize yeah. that until you look back like where did i go wrong what happened how did i how did i get like this right right and wow that's that's a lot of um that's a lot of wisdom that you just shared and I just Me. thank you for that. Yes, yes, girl. Because it's so I guess maybe for me like I I'm maybe the similar as you like performance type oriented and it's hard for us to just stop sometimes and to just mm-hmm. settle and maybe our body will make us do it, you know, or our mind sometimes. But, um, but it is, you're right. The habit of, and someone said this is that like, you know, it only takes like 1%, 1% at a time, you know, Mm -hmm. of a good habit, you know, to, to replace it. And we think that with organizing, you know, we, a lot of people want to, you know, do, do it right away. And it's going to happen yeah. tomorrow uh, on New Year's Day. I'm going to be organized with everything and right. <laughs> get everything done. And it's just simply not, you know, not going to happen. And you are so right about habits. And I I read that Atomic Habits, by the way, also, and it did. It like really um, set me up in a in a great way with um, with managing my time and and when you said being one percent better, I knew that I knew you read it because it's like I just got to be one percent better today than I was 1%. yesterday because then I'm, yep, yeah, yeah. And so, and this has been you know this has been so good so far because again these are things that we you know we wanna we want to portray and there's nothing bad about it you know to portray right. our best self you know there's nothing wrong with that. You know, but when there's a divide between, you know, what we put forth versus what is really happening, then that's where we, you know, we kind of get in trouble, not with other people, but within our own, you know, heart and within right. our own mind, you know. And so I know I really, you know, I really commend you for, you know, for sharing that. And um, and I know that many working moms will appreciate, you know, your, your vulnerability because we're, we're kind of all there. Sometimes I feel like I am at the edge and there are times that I would like, just let it yeah. out. I just cry, <laughs> just cry yeah, it which out. Is good. And, you know? Yeah, it, it is. It is so good. See, um, and I, I used to be one of those people who couldn't be vulnerable. So I would hold all that in. So I would do all these things and then mm-hmm. hold everything in and then feel alone. You know what I mean? Cause, and not realizing that I'm isolating myself yes. because I'm not, I'm not being vocal. I'm not expressing how I feel. Right. So I essentially isolated myself, but then I'm kind of blaming everyone else a little bit. <laughs> like no one's helping me. No one cares. No one yeah. <laughs> cares what's going on like and our mind goes there you know Mm -hmm. when we when we are um you know isolating ourselves and I was gonna you know that was my actually you read my mind because that's this that's the next thing that I wanted to talk about with you is that you mentioned it earlier is that support the um the resource and how important it is to for us to support one another um I have another you know, another colleague who she and I just simply 
check on each other on, you know, every Friday, just me and her, you know, like not a big, big old group or anything like that. It's like, Hey, how you doing? Oh, I'm good. You know? And just to simply know that there's someone there who kind of, who gets it, who, you know, who understands, who's got like the, you know, full plate and kids. And so, you know, how have you been, um, able to, you know, to tap into your support system these days? Um, so one, making sure you find the right one because you can't, you can't talk to everyone. Right. And, but you have to find someone who, like how you said on Fridays, you guys talk, you guys created space for each other. Mm -hmm. So you have to find someone who's open and willing to create the space for you and you for them. Because again, let's just be realistic. Like, you know, you talk to someone and they may talk to someone else. And if you are a private person like I am, or if it's already hard for you to reach out, to do that, you feel betrayal. And then you're like, well, I'm not talking to anyone. I'm not telling anyone then. I'm just going <laughs> to, I'll, I'll get through it myself. But honestly, as someone who who was that person, you it's really important to have a tribe. And you and it doesn't have to be a lot of people, but you at least one yes. person. And a lot of times what we, we don't, we have to realize it has, it doesn't have to be someone you're related to or you have known for a long time. But mm-hmm. sometimes you can find that person I kind of like, like, I, I think you are one of those people that if I called and I just needed to kind of vent to, and we haven't spent a lot of time together, but I know that you would get it. You would understand that. And I think yeah. it would be a safe place. And yes. so a lot of times we need to be vocal, like, Hey, I need, I need a safe place. I need to be able to tell you something and, and just kind of unload. And I think it's just really important that you find somebody because holding it in is just, is, it's just not, it's not healthy. Mm-hmm. It's not healthy at all. And so I think just finding someone to create the space. Um, and for me, I realized that it was my sister. Like I have two sisters, two younger sisters. And so I wouldn't open up to them because I'm the big sister. And I'm like, no, I got to have it all together. They come gotcha. to me for stuff. Yes. And what I realized is um, you have to get into a situation where you are able to make deposits in that person, but also withdrawals. Because yeah. if you are only make, if you are around people that are, are, are only, sorry, I didn't get my words together. If you are around people that are only taking withdrawals, then you end up with a negative, you know, you end up with a negative account. Yeah. You need and to you find, get depleted, right? Yeah. You know, you get so you depleted. need to find someone who you can kind of make withdrawals from as well. Like maybe I'm doing better today. So I need you to kind of, we say fix our crowns, right? I need you to fix my crown. Maybe I'm beating myself up or I'm talking negative. I need you to remind me, no, fix your crown. Like you got this. This is what you meant to do. You know, this is what you meant to do. Didn't you say you wanted to do it? You are already doing it. Do it. And then when those days happen for that person, you can be like, no, listen, fix your crown. Like this is what you are meant to do. You wanted to do it. You are doing great. And I think just to have that, um, have that team. And again, it doesn't have to be necessarily more than one person, but you have to have somebody and yeah. it doesn't even have to be a woman. It's True. better when it is, but it doesn't have to be a woman. You can, mm-hmm. you, there's just, just find someone where it's a safe place. Yeah. Yes. That would be my I, advice. I love, I love that so much, you know, so much that I have already like learned just, you know, just talking <laughs> with you and, and this is so neat. And, um, and with, with this podcast and my vision really, and it's what you have been talking about and describing is a big part of it is that, is that 
encouragement that we don't get Mm -hmm. encouragement that we need, you know, with one another in order to continue on with this, because it's, it's not easy, you know, it's not easy to, um, to navigate. It's not easy to be a a working mom. You feel like, you know, we joke around. It's like, oh, this is our first job. And then at home is our second job, you know? Yeah. (laughs) And, and it's true. And we (laughs) need no days off. With no days off. <laughs> yeah. yeah. So Kalia, you know, it's been it's been so much fun. And is there one um one last thing that you want to share when it comes to, you know, keeping yourself um organized and grounded that, you know, our listeners may benefit from? I know you've already shared so much, you know, but um any any last words of wisdom, a favorite quote, you know, anything that you wanna, you know want to share? Um, one of my quotes that I, I'd like to say is, today is the tomorrow we were worried about yesterday. And and what mm-hmm. what I take from that is that something always is going to, like, there's, there's always going to be something we are worried about, maybe nervous about, and then that day comes and we get over it. And yeah. then it's on to the next. So it's like, we were worried about that yesterday, but then today's here. So it's like, you just have to remind yourself, like, and another quote, right? Tough, tough times don't last, but tough people do. Mm-hmm. And tough isn't like anything physical. It's it's just the battle with yourself because you're not in competition with anyone else but yourself. The only person that can ever have any effect on you is you. And I right. think we don't realize that. We'll put it on someone else. Like, oh, she said this and she made me feel. But you have to agree to whatever it is they say about you. And if you're already talking bad to yourself, and they say that something that you had already said to yourself, then you're only making that agreement. So I think it's just really important to understand that your enemy is really you. And that's the person that you need to kind of check every day, like every day. And just keep <laughs> telling yourself that you can do it. Whatever it is that you want to do, you definitely can do it. Yes, yes. That would be my advice. Thank you, Kalia. And no problem. this has been a wonderful conversation. And so you know, where can, um, if, if someone were to want to connect with you, where can they find you? Um, well, social media, of course. So Facebook, um, it's, and it's mostly real estate cause I'm not really big on like sharing everything, like what I ate and, and, and what <laughs> yes, trip I'm taking, <laughs> but, um, Kalia Marie, um, on Facebook, Kalia Marie on Instagram. Um, I'm also on Twitter, but I'm not, I don't really understand Twitter. As I much still as I don't either. Should. Yeah. I don't understand. I mean, I'm on there. So if you reach out on there, you better off on Instagram and Facebook because I can can do that. (laughs) LinkedIn, but that one still is kind of up in there, up in the air for me too. But um, social media, pretty much, if you have any questions, I like to post positive quotes too. So even if you just want to get like a little bit of a pick me up in my captions or I'll just post a quote, but I try to keep everything positive and and keep everybody like with a positive outlook because it's enough. It's enough in the world to drive you crazy if you don't remind yourself that there are good people out there yes, still there are and you are one of them my friend oh so. I try, try. <laughs> all right thank you for being a part of this interview and um thanks it's just so much fun to talk to you hey my friend I hope you enjoyed that episode I wanted to also include on this last few minutes, she gave us, uh, Kolia did, gave us some tips on home buying, if you have that in mind. And I wanted to include this here. I wasn't sure where to transition it into and out of within the episode. 
um, but I wanted to leave it with you as a little extra. And if it's something that you're thinking about um, purchasing a home someday, these are great tips that Kulia left us. Here you go. And I wanted to ask you also, as a um, as a real estate agent, what have you learned so far in this world of real estate that you can tell our um, our uh, audience that what types of things can they prepare for if they decide, you know, if, if hey, I want to be able to um, buy a home one day. So what are the basic things? Because it seems like such a large goal. And a lot of people think like, oh, I can never yes. do that. You know, so what are the things that they can do now, you know, to prepare for that time? I think the best thing you can do um, is to get that mindset out is that you can't do it. Everyone can do it. Um, and it doesn't matter how much money you make. I think what matters is how much you save and 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 setting a goal, writing it down. I think that's that's the first step for anything. Any goal can be accomplished. Um, especially home ownership. And I think that's something that everyone should think about. Um, I want to be realistic and say like, it's, it's not for everyone. You you do have a few people who are like, yeah, I don't want to be in a home. I want to travel and I want to live in an apartment. Like, and I get that. But um, as far as the owning, owning real estate, I think it's just, it's, it's essential for like your family mm-hmm. and to always have something. But I think the first thing you can do in, 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 in that process is to one not doubt yourself and to know that um know that you can do it no matter where you are financially or what your job pays just you have to save um in this market it's crazy right now it's a seller's market and so yeah. uh stuff is it's 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 not it's not like the tv right it's you it's not like hgtv that mm-hmm. that's another thing i think a lot of people should probably get out of their head is that you not you know it's just that's that's the probably the I'll just stick to that because I don't want to like ramble on but that's okay I think it's important though that people know if it is a goal of yours write it down that's where you start the second is pull your credit pull your credit report you definitely should know what's on there um you need to be aware of what your credit score is I think keeping um even if it's like a credit karma um just keeping track of where you are with your credit and how much you spend, what you like. So creating a budget, I think it's important to, to create a budget um, because a lot of times people don't even know how much they spend a month on groceries or gas, um, clothes. You know, sometimes we just like, if we have it, we buy it. If a birthday comes up, we go get a present. And it's important to maybe budget that and have, right. you know, like a gift budget so that you don't go over that and you're, you're aware of what you have and, and set a, like even if it's, you know, a guilty pleasure budget, but I think it's really important to organize in that sense of having a budget um, because then you can attack any goal when it comes to yeah. that, yeah. especially buying a house.